Welcome to the Mindset Reload. I am your host, John Robertson. If you haven't already, please be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at the Mindset Reload. Also, be sure to rate this podcast as it helps show up in various search engines so that others like yourself can discover us. And on today's episode, we will discuss stress, where it comes from, how it can affect us, and how can we control it. And we'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. When shopping for affordable and customizable insurance coverage, look no further than Rustic Ridge Insurance Services of Rome, Georgia. Rustic Ridge Insurance Services specialize in small business and farm insurance, as well as personal auto and property needs. Now serving Georgia and Alabama, Contact Rustic Ridge Insurance Services at 706-622-2484. That's 706-622-2484. Call now to protect your assets. So let's dive into stress. We all face it from time to time. But what is it exactly? Where does it come from? What can cause it? How can we get rid of it or manage it, right? Stress can be defined as any type of change that causes a physical, emotional, or a psychological strain. Stress is your body's response to anything that requires attention or action. Everyone experiences stress to some degree. The way you respond to stress, however, will make a difference in your overall well-being. So what are some things that can cause stress in our lives? Money, financial obligation, right? Passing of a loved one, loss of employment, traumatic events, problems at work, our overall emotional well-being, relationship issues, just to name a few, right? So financial obligations, the inability to be able to pay your bills, It's a big stressor for most of us. I've been there. Long-term unemployment. And increasing debt. When it comes to losing someone you love, it's not only about the grief that you feel, the stress from a major loss. And some people experience a mix of other emotions like loneliness, disappointment, and even anger. Loss of your job. It's not just about the loss of income. Most of the time, it causes our self-confidence to take a knock as well. In some cases, being stressed and unable to find work for an extended period of time can lead to what we call job search depression, feeling hopeless about your job, prospects of jobs, questioning your own career path can just cause more and more stress. And traumatic events, like natural disasters and car accidents. Things that are completely out of our control. But these kinds of unpredictable and unforeseen events can naturally create a lot of stress and even PTSD for those who experience them. And people have problems at work. It's like in today's society, it's such a fast-paced world. And many of us, we feel like we have to constantly be on the go, or have to do more work, or more at work just to keep our jobs. And all those create, and 
a lot of stress, unnecessary stress and pressure, just have to overperform. And workplace stress can be very serious among working parents and women in male-dominant industries, which we'll touch base on later on in another episode. But regardless of the reason, if employees keep going through this, they will experience suffer a burnout where they just, if had enough, you can be on this high. Like, I got to go. I got to overperform. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to overachieve. I got to prove myself. But eventually, you're going to burn out. And when you burn out, it makes you question everything. And it creates even more stress. And when it comes to our emotional well-being, a lot of us will experience a lot of highs, but we will also experience a lot of lows, a lot of low moods, which will, in turn, create worry. And these emotional states can lead to even more chronic stress that can then turn into and develop anxiety and depression. And then relationship issues. While every relationship out there can create some form of stress, many types of the stressors are relatively mild and easily dealt with. It is the larger issues in a relationship, such as a divorce or an unhappy marriage, that can produce a lot of stress for the people involved. Let's talk about the three types of stress. You have acute stress, episodic acute stress, and chronic stress. And there are many different kinds of stresses. However, based on research studies that I looked at this week about the types of stress in psychology, stress can be divided into three primary types. So how can we eliminate stress or try to control or manage stress without understanding stress? That's what this episode is about, is let's try to understand what can cause stress, what is stress, so that we can learn together how to try and defeat stress or manage it, right? So acute stress. Acute stress results from your body's reaction to a new or challenging situation. It's that feeling you get from an approaching deadline or when you narrowly avoid being hit by a car. We can even experience it as a result of something we enjoy, like an exhilarating ride on a roller coaster or an outstanding personal achievement. Acute stress is classified as short-term, and usually emotions and the body return back to their normal state relatively soon. And in episodic acute stress, an episodic acute stress is when acute stresses happen on a frequent basis. This can be because of repeatedly tight work deadlines, a highly stressful world. It can also be because of the frequent highly stressed situations experienced by some professionals, I mean, such as healthcare workers, right? With this type of stress, we don't get time to return to a relaxed and calm state immediately or short after. And the effects of the high frequency acute stress accumulate. It often leaves us feeling like we are moving from one crisis to another without ever coming back and being grounded. A lot of us experience that. Number three, chronic stress. 
Chronic stress is the result of stressors that continue for a long period of time. Examples would include living in a high-crime neighborhood or constantly fighting with your life partner. This type of stress feels like it's never-ending, like we often have difficulty seeing any way to improve it or change the situation that is actually causing us the chronic stress. And, you know, the physical symptoms of acute stress could be pupil dilation as a part of your fight or flight reaction. Heart rate increases. You can start sweating. I mean, fast and heavy breathing, anxiety, emotional ups and downs, poor sleep. In episodic acute stress symptoms, you'll actually have muscle tension. You'll feel constantly overwhelmed. You can have uncontrolled anger and irritability. You can even suffer from migraines, hypertension. And in chronic stress, you will experience weight gain, insomnia, panic attacks, chronic headaches, and emotional fatigue. And all these can lead to short-term and some long-term disorders like anxiety disorders, depression, burnout, digestive problems, heart disease, and even obesity and disordered eating. But let's talk about the positive side of it now. So what is the seven ways to fight stress? So what can we do to decompress the stress, right? Number one, exercise. Engaging in a regular physical routine of exercise is one of the best ways to help manage stress. Now, ideally, you should aim for at least 30 minutes of exercise five times a week. And I know that exercise is like one of the major keys to trying to eliminate stress. It is for me anyway, because I could be having a shit day, okay? Whatever it is, it could be work, it could be a loss of a loved one or, or just anything that I'm going through. And over time, I have learned that if I go for a walk, if I go to the gym, if I just do something, stay active for at least 30 to 45 minutes, it releases certain chemicals within our body and the brain that are there to naturally reduce stress in our system. Like, have you ever watched National Geographic and you watch this gazelle and it's just out there chilling in, in the middle of the desert or whatever. And there's a line, and it's sneaking up on it. And that line chases that gazelle. And eventually that gazelle has more endurance than the line. So if it does get away, you will see that animal just naturally shake when it's done. And what that shake is, is natural chemicals in its body just releasing the stress of what it just experienced. Sometimes you'll see your dogs do that. And we'll dive into a lot of details of how exercise can decrease or decompress stress with a recap of this episode with Mr. Keith Osment on Wednesday as we will dive into the benefits of healthy eating the benefits of getting a routine of exercise and having an overall better lifestyle change. And I can't wait for Keith to come on the episode and talk about all the benefits and the services he's providing in our community to help people 
create an overall lifestyle change and not only create that, but also learn new habits on how to maintain that. So I cannot wait for Keith to come on here and just discuss his experience on what it takes to maintain and to use exercise as one of the number one tools to fight stress. So the second tool is utilize mindfulness, right? Mindfulness and meditation. You know, use relaxation techniques that can be practiced just about anywhere. Focus on deep breathing. I know for a fact that it's taught. I had a therapist that said, look, if you're having a panic attack or you're in a stressful moment, you know, there's different techniques, right? But one of the techniques I did is I would breathe out slowly and count to five, breathe in slowly and count to five, breathe out slowly and count to five, breathe in slowly and count to five, like five times. And what that does, that naturally releases chemicals in your brain that will bring you back to ground zero, right? Bring you back to some kind of normality. Um, therapy and coaching, I've said that a thousand times. Like, I am a firm believer of finding a therapist. You know, and it may take a while to find that therapist for you. It, it did me. Like, you may... you. And you know what? You got to be open to it as well. Like, don't be your own worst enemy. Like, I don't need therapy. I think everybody needs therapy. I don't think everybody needs long-term therapy. That's up to you and your therapist to decide. But I think finding ways to get out of your own head and hearing someone else's opinion, very, very crucial to growth. Okay? Time management, effective time management is such a stress reliever. This is something that my wife and I work on on the daily is like, okay, we don't have the energy for that because that's, that's time management too. Like cutting out extra noise is time management because you don't have time for it. But also the time management of setting blocks of time to, to do certain things like, Hey, in the morning, I'm going to get on the computer. I'm shooting off these emails. I'm doing this and that, you know, at lunchtime, I'm going to grab a quick bite to eat, go to the gym for 30, 45 minutes, maybe an hour this afternoon, right? Time management is very crucial. That's very crucial when with having a very hyper-productive schedule. So you want to be very hyper-productive the day before or the morning of. Me, I'm the day before. I'm making a to-do list for the next day, and I'm checking it off. Number five, spend time outdoors. That's something that's so beneficial to stress because if you stay cooped inside or if you're stuck in an office all day or stuck at home working from home, it's so important to get outside and just breathe fresh air, you know, take a walk, go outside, sit on the porch, go hiking, fishing, hunting, just get outside and breathe natural oxygen okay number six eat healthy very 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 important maintaining a nutritious diet i have a love-hate relationship with this topic i can go months meal prepping but like my wife and i say all the time sometimes that gets boring but you have to hold yourself accountable to that 
and you got to ensure that you're getting the right nutrients and enough water to promote your physical and mental health. And a healthy diet, believe it or not, will improve and help stabilize your moods. This is another topic that we will go in. Okay, number seven, spending time with friends and family. Now, some of you all of a sudden right there is like, no, I'm not doing that, right? Not everybody's that way. So I know that personally there's some family I can be around when I'm stressed and it makes it better. There's some I just absolutely cannot, right? Um, you You just have to figure that out. You have to figure out who it is, but definitely you don't want to try to figure out things alone because if you're sitting alone and you're stressed out, you're only talking to yourself about it. And then you get in your own head and it just makes it worse and worse and worse. So it's always good to have that go-to person. My go-to person is my wife, my best friend, my life partner. I go to her and I'm like, hey, look, I'm stressed out about this, etc. Talk me off this ledge, so to speak. Like, ledge of going off the deep end of just overthinking and stressing and stuff. Or, you know, it might be my therapist. I might text or call him or one of my best friends or even a coworker. You got to create an inner circle of a couple people, two or three, maybe five people that you know that, hey, I need to call them when I'm starting to go down this path of being extremely stressed out before you reach the anxiety and depression part. So that's the seven ways that you can fight stress. Um, if you just utilize one, two, three, four of those things, if you could, if you can learn to implement seven of those, all seven of those things in your life, man, that's great. I give you credit. Um, we just got to start somewhere because because a lot of us we try to figure it out on our own, and there is no way, humanly possibly, that we just get stressed out and then without practicing any of these healthy techniques that we can just eliminate stress. That's why you see so many people going to recreational drug use and creating dependencies on other things that help them cope with what they're going through. And we'll dive into that on another episode about self-love, but real quick, we'll talk about that. Like There is a difference to me, the difference to self-care and self-love. Self-care to me is when you accomplish something or you deserve something. So for women, you know, you may go get your hair done or buy an outfit or get your nails done, et cetera. For men, that might be, you know, going and buying something you like, going on a trip, going fishing, et cetera, saying, hey, I got to get away from this world, get away from this, de-stress, do something I enjoy, get that temporary high. Um, self-love is when you actually do something that creates growth. Okay? Self-love is not, Treating yourself to a pedicure. Self-love is not treating yourself to a new fishing rod. Self-love is acknowledging that you have something that is bothering you, whether that be a shitty day at work, whether that be a bad breakup, fight, an argument, whatever that looks like. Just an overall bad day. Not going home, drinking a glass of wine. That's dependency. Self-love is realizing you have that, that stressor going on and taking a walk, going to the gym, doing something productive that promotes growth because it's not self-love in my opinion and a lot of other professionals' opinion. I'm not a professional, but other people that are professionals' opinion. Self-love creates growth. Not something you reward yourself with, right? 
So let's don't get that confused. Self-love should promote growth. Like you should wake up tomorrow being better than you were yesterday if you're actually executing self-love. And we'll dive into that in a detailed conversation later on in another episode with my therapist buddy Rick Bermudez. So I know we went into some deep diving details on what is stress, what causes stress, what are some ways to, to eliminate stress. And that's what I wanted this episode to be about. And I know it went on a little longer than I had actually planned on this episode going, but I think it's important to understand things in order to fix things. And that's all for today's episode of Decompress Stress. And I appreciate each and every one of you guys for tuning in every week to listen to our episodes, to listen to our podcast. And we couldn't do it if it wasn't for you guys. We get so much feedback from y'all. Uh, just the anticipation of the next episode really excites us. And, and that's why we do it, guys. I mean, we experience this stuff. And I will never do an episode ever that I haven't experienced in one way or another because I don't want to be that guy that gets on there and talking about stuff that they haven't experienced, right? Like, I don't want somebody teaching me how to do something if they've never done it themselves. It just doesn't make sense. So I appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, don't forget the recap will be with Mr. Keith Osmond, and I cannot wait to have Keith on here as he enlightens us on the best ways to decompress stress, eating healthy, exercise, creating lifestyle change, and mental clarity. And uh, like I said before, if you guys um, haven't already uh, follow, like, share, comment, subscribe, please do that on all social media platforms at the Mindset Reload. If you have any questions, if you want to reach out to us, you can email us at podcast at the mindset And uh, yeah, and please rate this show because again, that helps us get seen in search engines for other people looking for self-help topics that we provide. So until then, I hope you guys enjoy and have a blessed week and please tune in and check out the recap with Mr. Keith Osmond. Take care. Mm-hmm.